Hi everyone, welcome to another episode of Fun with F1. I'm your girl Victoria Hernandez and you are here on V Sports. Today we are talking about the first ever Saudi Arabian Grand Prix, which was held in the city of Jeddah, and it was a wild race. There was a lot of anticipation beforehand because this track is the fastest that has ever been built. There is 27 turns, some of them are blind turns, and, you know, there was just concerns about the safety of this track and, you know, how far is too far in regards to making excitement versus safety of the drivers. Um, so, I mean, we'll just start it off. Lewis Hamilton won after quite a thrilling day with lots of twists and turns that we'll get into, but he did tie the driver's championship with Max Verstappen. So as if this season wasn't exciting and twisty and turny enough, we are going into the final race tied dead even. So how did we get there? Jeddah, as I said, was just full of twists and turns. Charlotte Claire crashed in FP2. It was a pretty dramatic smash into the barrier um, at turn 23. And, you know, thankfully he was okay. His chassis and power unit were amazingly spared. So shout out to the Ferrari team who put in that overtime work to get his car ready for qualifying the next day. Um, and Leclerc, you know, brushed the accident right off his shoulders and sp sped all the way to P4 in qualifying. He ended up finishing 7th in the race, followed by his teammate Carlos Sainz. And Carlos Sainz finished, you know, 8th all the way from P15, so he was able to climb into the points. And now he has 521.5 points. That's the most in Formula 1 history without a race win. So, you know, I know we talk about Lewis Hamilton and Max Verstappen and, um, you know, even... Fernando Alonso is the OG and Sebastian Vettel and Valtteri Bottas, you know, it's sad he's leaving for Alfa Romeo, but you know, we have, we have so many young, exciting drivers like Carlos Sainz that, you know, he's, he's a consistent racer. Jetta was a good race for him. So then there was a crash in qualifying, um, Lewis Hamilton was on pace to have pole, but Max Verstappen, he was right on his tail. And in the very final lap of qualifying, Max had the pace to beat Lewis and he was going to take pole, but he crashed. He kind of ran into the wall. His wasn't as dramatic a crash as Charles, but um, Max Verstappen slid into the wall right at the end of his qualifying lap. So he ended up starting P3 on the race. And, you know, that was just another shadowing of how dramatic this race was going to be. It was really the drivers. It's such a community sport. Fernando Alonso was doing an interview while Max was finishing his qualifying and the crash was on the television screens and his reaction just expressed what we all were feeling, just his wide eyes and his his head kind of jerked back, um, you know, so that is how Jetta was going. So then on race day, everyone was excited. Mercedes had the front grid locked with Lewis and Valtteri and Max and P3. So lights out and Mick Schumacher was the first of all victim to this track. 
um, he crashed into the barrier at the exact same spot Charles Leclerc hit at turn 23. And so that obviously yellow flagged the race. Um, and Mercedes pulled their drivers in right away to get some hard tires. But Red Bull kept out Max Verstappen, which let him take the lead. And the race was red flagged. So Lewis Hamilton was frustrated because Max was in the lead. You know, to him, the barrier looked okay. But, you know, obviously, in the name of safety, they wanted to stop the race and get the barrier up to what the stewards thought was their standards. This gave Max Verstappen not only the lead, but also a free pit stop so that he could change tires and remain in the lead. This is definitely a controversial thing. Um, you know, many drivers have had advantages by red flags. You'll remember at Imola, Lewis Hamilton basically made up a lap after he was behind, um, you know, when he ended up finishing on the podium. But Lando Norris is one that kind of spoke out against these advantages that are given by a red flag. He said, it's just complete luck and that it's luck that doesn't need to be given to someone. So obviously we've seen Lando is a racer who's had so many great chances and he's raced so well and um, sometimes this luck seems to go to other drivers. Um, so he's obviously frustrated. So we had the red flag, then we had the second standing start and Max Verstappen and Lewis Hamilton dueled and shout out Esteban Ocon, he was in the mix. There's really cool overhead pictures of all three of them side by side by side. You know, these tracks are so tight sometimes and um, just seeing the competitive nature of all these racers is so intense. Um, Verstappen even kind of went off the track and cut across the curb to maintain his lead. So that was, you know, something the stewards had to investigate. And then Nikita Mazepin, you know, it wasn't a good day for Haas because he also crashed. Leclerc and Checo, Sergio Perez kind of got in a little scuffle. And so George Russell kind of slowed down and Nikita Mazepin crashed into him. So that took out George Russell and Nikita Mazepin and Sergio Perez. So it was just kind of a little wipeout incident. Um, George Russell was really vocal after the race that this track was simply too dangerous and that he hopes that, you know, in the future, this race will be more considerate of of safety and just of the logistics of even though everyone was okay, it's so expensive to repair these cars. And he just felt like it was unnecessary how much damage was done in general. So we were yellow flagged and red flagged again. Um, the stewards were still talking about how Max Verstappen went off track and so they were even giving Red Bull the opportunity to go back a few places um, since Max was still in the lead but with his cut move they were trying to give him the opportunity to you know quote do the right thing and give back the place. There's There was a lot of communication problems throughout this race but it ended up being that at the start the second restart so our third starting stop are you confused yet um so Esteban Ocon did take the lead for that followed by Lewis followed by Max which of course Max raced right back into the mix he didn't 
he wasn't phased by starting P3 again. And then yet another mishap was that Yuki Sonoda swerved and caused another yellow flag on lap 23. There were a few more yellow flags as there was just so much debris on the track. Again, Yuki was okay, so that was good. And then, you know, we keep racing. And on lap 37, it was kind of the big moment of the race. Max and Lewis had been battling. And on the starting straight, Max and Lewis were wheel to wheel and Verstappen kind of pulled away um, after going off track. So the stewards told him that he had to give Lewis the position back. Well, as I was saying earlier, there wasn't great communication this race. Lewis did not know that that's what Max was going to do. So Max was trying to slow down. He did go to the right of the track. Like if you were, if you look at replays, there was room for Lewis to go past. So it's kind of confusing the competitor that Lewis is, why he didn't race ahead, just the fact of being competitive. But anyways, Max slowed down and then kind of drifted to the center of the track. And Lewis tapped him. He broke his front wing. And he was really upset. He thought Max Verstappen was brake checking him. And after that, Verstappen raced away. And there's a whole, you know, that was a whole moment. We could do a whole episode just on that. But, um, you know, the stewards did actually tell Max Verstappen to give the position back. He was given a five-second penalty by the stewards. And on lap 43, Lewis finally took the lead for good. Um, and he raced away. Verstappen's tires were wearing out. Um, so his team, you know, obviously a big point that's important is the fastest lap point. But um, Esteban Ocon was still lingering behind in third with not enough time for Max to safely pit for fresh tires to get that fastest lap point so he settled for second while Lewis got that fastest lap point which did tie the driver's championship so that's wild and then that's not even all the excitement like you think that would be a full three races just everything we've talked about right but at the last second Valtteri Botas did speed past Esteban Ocon for that third place on the podium. This was a good day for Valtteri Bottas. It was his 100th race with Mercedes, and, you know, he and Lewis were on the podium, as we've seen so many times, and um, they were spraying their champagne together. Max Verstappen just kind of walked away. It's really interesting, just that tension is so visible between him and Lewis and Red Bull and Mercedes. Mercedes maintains their lead in the Constructors' Championship because Checo didn't finish, but they don't have enough of a lead to clinch it. So, you know, this upcoming race in Abu Dhabi has so much on the line. I don't think we've really seen any. Yes, there have been race championships decided on the last race, but this one especially just even veteran Formula One fans and journalists are saying we have not had a final race like this. So it's quite exciting. I have to shout out Daniel Ricciardo, who finished in fifth after starting from 11th. 
So he raced really well, um, you know, as he's been up and down this season, but it's been exciting when he has his up moments and even just his personality, you know, you always root for him because that's just how he is. And then, of course, this week we also mourned the passing of Sir Frank Williams, the co-founder of the Williams team, who raced himself before becoming a team principal. He was the longest tenured team principal in Formula One history. Um, He led his team to many championships, and he was just a lovable guy that, you know, the whole Formula One community poured their love to Sir Frank after he passed and sent their love to his family. Of course, Claire Williams took over um, when he stepped down from his um, position in chair. He was still technically had the title of team principal, but she kind of ran, did the operations for him. Um, So yeah, we send our love to everyone who is mourning his passing, and um, we just hope that they are comforted and are, you know, so I know so many are so proud of the legacy that he left in this sport of Formula One. So yeah, this week we have the last race of the season, the Abu Dhabi Grand Prix, which both Max and Lewis have won. Um, Matt Lewis has a little more success at this track, but Max is the reigning champion of Abu Dhabi. And if anything crazy happens that neither of them finish, Max will win based off the fact that he has won more races so far this season. So, you know, we are so excited to see what's going to happen. Viewership has been up for these past few races, and it's expected to be one of the most watched races of this, of Formula One history. So, you know, set your alarms in the United States as an early race here. It's 5 a.m. Pacific time. Um, but, you know, to me, it's always worth watching them live and just feeling the emotions and the glory in the moment. So, you know, I will be up early to watch that. Now, even if you just want to watch the little prime time showing they are doing like a 1 p.m. Eastern time with the commercials and stuff, which isn't as fun, right? So I hope you all have a great day. Stay tuned to V Sports, where we cover sports, music, and culture. And we'll talk to you later. Thanks. Take care.